0: Stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, visit www.3cr.org.au.
1: Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have to flee your own country, spend days or weeks in a leaky boat on dangerous rolling seas, and then arrive in a new country where you are terrorised even more? Well, that's the life confronting millions of people in this world who have no choice but to seek asylum. All these people want is a fair go, but here in Australia, our government in our name treats these desperate people with cruelty and inhumanity. Here at 3CR, we aim to give these people a voice, a chance to speak out and let you know that they are just like us, people with hopes and aspirations, people who deserve to be treated as we would expect to be treated if we found ourselves in this position. Refugee Radio is the voice of refugees. 10am every Sunday at 3CR
2: 855
3: on the AM dial.
4: Good morning, welcome to Refugee Radio. You're listening to 3CR Radical Radio for Change, 855am on your radio dial. I'm Jackson McInerney. The time's around 10am. Mustafa Azimatabar, a Kurdish asylum seeker who has spent four years in the notorious Manus Island Detention Centre, has recorded a song from the centre about his experiences. Mustafa, or Moz, recorded the vocals on a mobile phone, as well as footage for the accompanying music video. As part of Julian Burnside's Asylum Seeker letter-writing project, Moz was put into contract with a group of Australian musicians who helped turn the vocals into a complete orchestral hip-hop track, which was released this week as part of the Queensland Poetry Festival's Through the Wire event. The process of collaboration between Moz and the musicians was headed up by Dr Emma O'Brien, a specialist in collaborative songwriting, and Dr O'Brien joins us now. Welcome to 3CR. Thank you. So, how did you first get in contact with Moz?
2: Oh, well, it was one of those um, points of, I think it's about six degrees of separation, but originally Moz had been connected with a woman called Jane McCracken through Julian Bernstein's letter-writing campaign, and she's been talking to him, I think, for the last three years. And then, in parallel to that, he was linked in with Riding Through through Fences with um, Janet Galbraith. And... There's, those sort of worlds started colliding when Janet was able to get up a session at the Queensland Poetry Festival where they were calling on people, to, asylum seekers and refugees to, you know, put their, their poetry and um, imagery together and do presentations and Moz really felt compelled that he wanted to write a song. You know, he wanted to write a... I like the way he called it orchestral hip-hop. I like that. Um, but you know, I think perhaps we're a bit basic when we called it a rap. It's, it has definitely evolved. And he, for him, that was how he wanted to express himself. And through him telling that to Jane and Jane speaking to Janet and then Jane putting out a call to a friend of mine called Catherine Treffle, who's a music therapist, she basically put out a call on Messenger on Facebook, did a bit of background and said, who can help? And I just put my hand up straight away. I couldn't, I couldn't resist it for, for a lot of reasons, but mostly because I actually really wanted to do something. I wanted to do something to help. Mm.
4: So um, this might sound a bit ignorant, but in the process were you able to talk directly to Moz or was it more a messenger-based relationship as you discussed the creation of the song?
2: Yeah, so he'd already written the song and I know that Catherine had been messaging him about it, sort of helping him with a bit of the structure. Uh, and so when we all met him, he had to drive, uh, well, I don't know if he drove, or get on a bus for hours to get decent internet to have a live phone conversation. And we gathered the people that were interested in helping. And um, that was the only time I've ever spoken to him live. And then after that, when I took up the mantle of producing and, and getting everyone together, uh, it was all via Facebook Messenger. So that can be you know, either little, obviously texting or tiny little voice messages like particularly if we had clarification issues or, you know, trying to make sure that he was feeling confident to sing his parts. I mean, th- he's never actually recorded anything like this before. Mm-hmm. And so he sent us a basic kind of version of it with a little click track behind it with garage band, I think it was, mm-hmm. and him playing and singing. And then the process began from there.
4: And, um. You know, with three interactions, what type of person is Moz? What do you reckon motivated him to start this pretty ambitious project?
2: Well, I think he's a very gracious person. I think uh, he's a highly intelligent, eloquent young man. I think he, he's he got this incredible resilience, mm. you know, and I think that I found that very inspiring. I found the fact that he just doesn't give up mm. extraordinary. Um, I think that he is very resourceful and i think he's a he's a visionary you know he he's happy to think big and um and i found that great i found it exciting i found it very humbling as well you know i think initially when he sent out the words everyone sent messages back we're so sorry mm. and he said it's okay i understand and it's uh, for me i thought well i don't know if we really deserve that forgiveness but let's let's do something let's get to know him and let's work with him and you know, over this time, he, you know, I'm
4: happy to call him a, a very dear friend. Mm. It is, you know, it's a confronting song, as mm. anything, you know, coming out of those spaces are for me personally, and I'm sure for lots of others. But, I mean, the song's designed to really illuminate the experience of these refugees on Manus, you know, which is a, a pretty shadowy place for, for people on mainland Australia to find information about. Mm. What do you think uh, the song can teach our listeners and people who get to you know, have a listen to it about what's happening on Manus at the moment?
2: Look, I think it, it's, it's probably wrong to say it's a reminder of humanity, but it, in fact it is. And I think what it tells us is that it's terrible there. And somehow we've managed to kind of ignore that. Somehow we've bought into propaganda, or you know, the sort of dehumanisation. And it, sometimes they call that. There's a, the, a. It can creep into your mind. It can sneak up on you, you know. And this is a, this is appalling what's happening. Mm. And we've been given such mixed messages. And a lot of those messages you would see in the press. They never really talk about um, them as human beings, you know. They mm. always try and take it a step away from that. And I think the song shows us, as he said, you know, he wants—he's trying to express his fear and mm. and frustration and 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 that he knows that are good people out there, and he just, you know, I, I suppose that's why he says, "Why can't we get our shit together?" Like, I know there's a lot of good people out there. And I mean, I agree with him. Why can't we? Mm. And and um, you know, and he's not angry. He just—he just doesn't understand how we can let this happen. And I think if if I was him. I i be feeling the exact same. I don't understand this. You know, I fled I fled war, mm. I and, and I've just been trapped in, as he says, in hell in limbo. Mm. And I know people are lying about me. I know people are doing all these things, but I'm powerless. And in, one of the the beautiful things about the, having the mobile phone is that it does give them the 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 power to connect. Mm. And this is a, a extraordinary example of it.
0: And you know. I don't know how could I survive in this place. It's really unusual. I think no one could survive uh, more than one week. Sometimes I feel all of us, all of refugees, are dead. It's just our souls.
2: Technology has been amazing for us. I mean, he did just sing into these voice notes into his phone. And, you know, without people who were really skilled, like Stefan Skoa, who I work with here, and then also um, particularly Craig Pilkington at Audrey Studios, who just made it sound like Moz was standing there in front of us. Mm. Um, Without people like that, who have lent their skills and... You know, without us talking him through. I mean, we did a lot of versions, and as you would do normally in a studio. And if I was recording someone in the studio, I'd go, hey, can you try that again like this? But we had to do that via messenger. <laughs> you know, I love the way you've done this. But can you have another go? And he was so keen. Well, it's just so and good
4: to have something to do as well—a like yeah. a project to be working on when you're, you know, stuck in these four walls. You know.
2: Yeah, and I think we can't we can't escape the the fact that it's been an extraordinary project for him and mm. for his friends. So far, um bandesh recorded did the videoing. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a little quote from him on the web page here where he talks about um, it was really tricky for him when he was videoing him. And in fact, in the original video footage, um, of course, Moss is lip-syncing, but he has to whisper mm-hmm. because he can't sing out loud because he'll get in trouble. Yeah. So
4: was it a risky in. Was it a risky thing to do to film? Yeah, or like is, it was absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and um, but uh, Farhad says, "Oh, you know, he it was really hard for him because he'd see the um, the police or the guards." and they'd either tell, hey, what are you doing, tell him to stop, or try and take the phone away. So they had to, and he said it, but all the time he was trying to remain artistic as well, because he's a painter and a photographer. Yeah. So he had this, you know, and I think that's the other thing that I I, I love about this project, is, you know, these are creative, now, inspiring, beautiful human beings, you mm. know, who are very gifted, and, you know, and it's, it's been beautiful to work with them, that way yeah. as well, you know, to share creativity back and forth, I mean everybody loves doing that, and what a what a gift to do that you know with particularly with Moss but also with Fahad, and getting to know him and and in in a small way and you know i i actually I love that image of him fixated on the on the sort of the excellence of the shot. And he's done a fantastic job. Yeah, no, know? the
4: images are really striking. They are.
2: Yeah, unbelievable. And, you know, a lot of those photos are also most of us. And he's, you know, you can, what a great eye. <laughs> mm. You know, I, I just, and I know that he, uh, you know, he's, they really struggle, you know. mozart has got insomnia. You know, I've been able to talk to him about, you know, sort of in more kind of a music therapy way about relaxation and things like that. And and the focus of the creativity has helped him, you know, and having, putting the sort of, we did a sort of a pre-release at the festival and then we did the official video, which had a bit more footage in it for Mm -hmm. release, you know, on the, just this Wednesday past. And just having all those focus points. And now getting the feedback he's getting has just been extraordinary. And
4: Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Like now that it's mm. been released, uh, you, you've obviously been able to chat with him on Messenger or hard on Messenger about the response. How's that been?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, I do a lot of screenshots of things. So if he's on the Facebook. So we've got a Facebook group called Our Humanity. So he's joined that. And, um, you know, when people have sent me messages, I've um, done, you know, either... He's read them on Facebook or I do screenshots or you know there'll be gorgeous messages grandmothers against um, children in detention have, have picked it up mm. um, who are an incredible group of people my mum's one of those so I have been on a few protests with her and uh, she dissented and you know and they grabbed it straight away mm. and I think he found things like that really moving and you know this wonderful community grassroots response for me is very very powerful and and actually shows that that you know we we don't want this to keep happening i mean we're ashamed that it's happened before but but we you know we can do something and even when people have written me messages going oh i feel so terrible this is happening but we can still do something and i think we mustn't we we can't be crippled by the shame we have to say okay you know we we have to be enabled to to try and, and and help his voice be heard. I mean, a simple way is to just share the video like crazy yep. and get it up to a million views. Mm. The more views we get, the more that mainstream media will look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all those things. But definitely community, like there's community radio stations and, and community groups are all picking it up and running with it.
4: Now, at the end of the video, uh, Emma, there, mm-hmm. we see the names of five young men who've tragically lost their lives during their yeah. incarceration at Manus, most recently Hamad Shamashirapur. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a bit about the relationship between Moz and Hamad?
2: Well, I only found out about it after um, we heard about Hamad's death, and because, of course, at that point I'd, I'd been working with Moz for a while, and... Um, Instantly, and there were a group of us, we said, are you okay, because our biggest fear was, you know, who, who, I mean, not our biggest fear, any fear that someone had died like that. And um, he had actually used to share a room with him and, and, of course, they used to have jam on the guitar together. They used to play music together. And I, I think, you know, I think you can see the absolute devastation for the whole community and the, the frustration around, um, you know, due process, with, with all the deaths of those young men. And, and um, I think for him, it's definitely consolidated that he wanted to put a dedication at the end of the rap. He'd already written the piece by then, mm-hmm. but to just show that, you know, that they are united together and and some I'd imagine have developed extraordinary friendships.
4: Yeah, and a, and a way to you know, invite all of us to perhaps struggle for justice for yeah. these people as well because it's, um you know, when you're in a situation where your freedom and liberty has been removed, you know, you need to have a whole lot of other people step in and, and you know, fill that space where you can advocate and, you know, attempt to get some justice for these, you know, deaths that do as you, do remain unsolved as well. We're not really yes, sure. Yes,
2: absolutely. And I know that there's an inquiry, these family are calling for an inquiry. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think there's a, I'm trying to remember the quote, but one of, there's a quote, in, you know, in the end, you don't. You may not remember what your um, enemies have said to you, but you will remember what you, the silence of your friends. Mm. And I think that's it. I mean, we we do need to. We need to speak up, and we need to continually speak up, and not be frightened to speak up. You know, I think it's we need to say to our government, not good enough. You know, I, I obviously worry about Moz, but I'm. I you know I've got. I also have great faith in in human beings i think mm. in, in a sen- essentially most people are good mm. and in fact more people are good than, you know and i think sometimes it's like you say we've maybe we haven't sat for a moment and really thought about it and i think if if all the people who are, are good kind compassionate people which is the majority of people i know mm. sit down for a second and think about it and and take a moment and to watch the song mm. i think they'll i think they'll go okay that's enough
4: so um Dr O'Brien, what would be your one, for those who do sit down and watch the song, we're about to play it, obviously, here on 3CR, Refugee Radio, but for those who do hear it, or where's the best place to find it online?
2: So we have um, a webpage called ourhumanity.xyz, mm-hmm. uh, there's also on Facebook, there's Our Humanity Facebook page, uh, and we have Twitter as well, Our Humanity, I think... Spreading the word about it, um, repeatedly knocking on, on, on government's doors, mm-hmm. particularly um, if if someone hears it and it moves them to do that, that's probably more powerful than us knock knock knocking on the door. Does that make sense?
4: You carry in an iPad to your local MP's office and just say, yeah. "Give Have me three minutes, three minutes, three yeah. minutes." Have you seen it?
2: Yeah, give me three minutes of your time. Mm. That's you know, and you know, and also said you know, you could do something extraordinary here. Yeah, that's you know, right. Do it.
0: Hello everyone, it's Mustafa from Manus Island Detention Center. The reason I have created this song is to bring attention to our plight. We have been left in a political limbo for four years now. The conditions are hellish and how they treat us is deplorable. I hope that people who are listening to my song will understand our desperation, frustration and fear.
3: four years without any reason. Listen to me for a minute, for favor. Just want you to be aware about what all the rats have done to me. Liberal label lying to you. I'm not terrorist, I'm not perilous But they have put my youth in the horrible cage For cheating, money, running their bloody policy So I want you to get your shit together And sort out this mess Or you'll always be known as Australia's next mess.
0: Help us keep our sanity Remember our humanity Remember our humanity. I am your, we are all
3: the same. Do you know if you don't put pressure on them, they will abandon me in limbo. No worries when I hear sorry from you. But you know your silence brings them strength and happiness. Your government treats us like animals. While the UN say we're not criminals. That a Malcolm Turnbull hang your hands in shame It's a crime you have committed in Australia's good day So I want you to get your shit together And sort out this mess Or you'll always be known like
0: Australia's excess Help us get our sanity Remember our humanity
4: can you tell me a little bit about the song itself? I mean, what uh, musicians were involved uh, aside from Moz, um, how the sound kind of developed, um, what kind of song it is? Um. Uh, sure. Mm.
2: Uh, I-, I love the way you called it orchestral hip-hop tracks, so I'm going to go with that one. I think we called it Raph. <laughs> um, so when it originally came to us, um, you know, via... The internet. Uh, it was just it was a guide track that Moss had sung on, so we built him a, a track back, you know, with uh, with a click track, so it would be easy to edit, and with guitars and things for him to then do his vocal on top, and he did that a few times. And then, in parallel, in the background, um, we were talking to musicians who would like to be involved, and you know, originally a lot of people put their hands up, but it was just logistically really difficult to have it around Australia, uh, particularly because of the time limit that we had. And so, you know, they graciously bowed out, which is fair enough, and um, we had, Catherine had a friend who plays a bit of rock guitar, so he put tracks down, and what I loved about that was, that was Ryan Fullerton, what was gorgeous, is that, you know, he, like many musicians, works in, works not in in music, but has his own home studio, and he would send little clips of him having a go at different riffs, you know, so Moz got that, that feedback. Oh, and that's then, cool, you know, so
4: send like 30 seconds of the track and be like, what do you think of this for the bridge, yeah, yeah, or what, yeah, do, you, what yeah, do you think no. of this hook and he'd be like, yeah,
2: do you like this sound and so we like, that's did that. dope, no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I hate it <laughs> um, so we did that, uh, um, and look, Miles was very, very honest, like he'd say, oh that sounds a little too happy or, mm. and he, Moss Miles had his heart set on having a cello in it uh, and so I then I look, I know Blair Harris quite well, I've played with him I also sing classically yeah, um, we've done recitals together and I thought, oh, I reckon Blair would really, really be fantastic for this. And, of course, I, I ring him up and straight away he goes, yes, how can I help? As, as did everyone. And mm-hmm. um, so we recorded him and, and it was beautiful because I think maybe the temptation would have been just to have sort of cello in the background. But um, I spoke to Moz about what he wanted and, and, uh, and I, said, I asked him about the concept of almost like the cello talking to him. Mm. And you can hear that in the piece. So you know he goes Australians, and then the other goes no, you know, and they have a mm. they, they have a conversation.
4: Yeah, that kind of build up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the intro. Yeah, it's really cool. And
2: look, can I tell you, Blair improvised, all, made all that up. <laughs> he just was extraordinary. I mean obviously there's multiple tracks of that. So then through that when we were recording, you know, I'm sending him photos and little tiny recording snippets, do you like this? And you know, so mm. Moz is I mean, he's he's as good as he can be in the studio with us. And, you know, this is all done after hours, obviously no this wasn't official work Place for anybody. This is all people's personal time. Yeah, I'm and no
4: I'm no music analyst, but there's kind of an anthemic feel to the song. You know, like even you know with the that rising cello, and even the, that you know in the chorus where he you know he, he kind of you know name checks or quotes the Australian natural anthem and then turns yeah. it on its head. It's it's really quite powerful.
2: Yeah, I think it. I think when I heard what he had, had started, and I think this can happen when you when you're working as a musician, and you think, wow, this. This song is screaming out for a big sound behind Mm. him, you know. And also symbolic of we are behind you, you know. There are a lot of us here and we are behind you and we do care. Mm -hmm. And I think that was part of what the song was asking for. I I don't know if, you know, whenever I work like that or whenever I'm helping create a song or watching a song be built or being part of that, the song starts to tell you what to do. So once we got Blair in with the cello, <laughs> it was just, okay, this is where it's going. Um, and he he did that all in one session. And then, you know, uh, Stefan is a great sound engineer and also music therapist. You know, we worked together to, to sort of tidy it up, per se, mm-hmm. you know, and and he started to um, work on Moz's vocal. And then Craig, who's at Audrey... Craig Pilkington at Audrey Studios, who's mm-hmm. a, you know, superb musician and uh, also an extraordinary, wonderful human being... Um, a friend of mine recommended him, and then I thought, "Hang on a minute!" I went to uni with Craig, so <laughs> we sort of reconnected, mm. and that's been amazing. And then Moz also really wanted a trumpet. I went, "Hang on, Craig, didn't you play trumpet at uni?" He goes, "Yes, I did," wow. and he still does. So he added the trumpet.
4: Serendipity, a bit of that. Yeah, one. it is.
2: Yeah. There's a, I must say, this piece is all about serendipity, even the way it ended up um, me meeting Moz and working on it. You know, I think you know all those sort of little steps. And um and look, Craig is an absolute genius, I must say, but once we took it into Audrey Studios, uh, it was so exciting. And again we'd send Moz pictures and um footage and then uh Craig did the most beautiful thing, he actually started he went he, I'm sure he spent a long time doing this too. He he sourced um Kurdish wedding drums. Oh. So they're actually the beat. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. So, and then we we sent that to recognise this sound. He's like, oh my goodness. So, (laughs) yeah, it's been a a, an incredible dialogue between everybody throughout the process, and and everyone's got to know him, and he's got to know them.
4: And so, and it is nice when you describe it like that. It's such a a good group of good, decent, compassionate people just pushing back against a really unjust situation, you know, and finding a way to make something really positive and, you know, have a positive experience out of something that's,
2: you know. Yeah, and getting a lot out of it themselves. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think anyone in the project has, has found it a drain, even though, you know, we've been up to all hours and, and even like getting the clip ready. So getting the footage together and, you know, trying to to edit it till all hours in the morning and then people who helped build the website and mm. all these people going, uh, but not, not, nobody complaining. No one saying, sorry, I don't have time for that. None, none of that. Mm. Just, okay, okay, I'm getting to it tonight. <laughs> I want it now and, you know, back and forth and encouraging each other. And so I would say that as a, as a community of musicians in, in Victoria and particularly in Melbourne, we, we've got a lot out of it.
4: Mm. Do you think there'll be more um, collaborative tracks in the future?
2: Oh, I suppose we've kicked open a very big door there, haven't we? <laughs> uh, look, uh, I hope I spend my life working like this. You know, I, I think it's a, you know, my, I've worked traditionally with people who uh, have have cancer. I've just, I've also worked now with people, women and children, who have their lives have been impacted by family violence. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely um, passionate about uh, enabling people's voice. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs>
4: Perfect yes. for 3CR, Emma. <laughs> Giving voice to the voiceless, that's what we do. Yeah, I know. know.
2: And I think, and thank goodness for 3CR. Thank goodness for, for Community Radio. And Well, thanks easy. thanks
4: you. I mean, it's a bit of a love-in, but good on you. <laughs> you know, fantastic work you're doing. And, and, you know, oh, we've got
2: to have a little bit of loving. Yeah. Um, look, I get a lot out of what I do. I'm a very lucky person.
4: And we're lucky to have the fruits of your labour. Look, thanks very much um, for talking with me today. And, um, yeah, thanks for the tunes. And, yeah, everybody get onto
2: Our Humanity? humanity. Ourhumanity.xyz. Also, another way that people, if they want to help, uh, Moz has nominated a charity called Gifts um, for Manus and Nauru, and if you get on our website, it'll have a donate now, and what they do is they actually pay for people's phone credits. So if people want to contribute to that, and it'll be in in, in Moz's name of his song. So as he said, he would love to look around and, and see that his friends and and colleagues and other people that are around him have that access to to the world.
4: Practical, useful charity. That's awesome. Yep, do that. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for your time and all the best. You've been listening to Refugee Radio on 3CR. Up next is the Latin America update.
0: I'm gonna express heartful thanks to all the Australian artists that have supported the project. I know how busy you are, so I really appreciate the time you have spent for the song. I love you all. Australians!
3: Pay attention! most from Manis, who is a sock in the hell since four years, without any reason. Listen to me for a minute, por favor. Just want you to be aware about what all the rats have done to me. Liberal liberal line to you. I'm not terrorist, I'm not perilous But they have put my youth in the horrible cage For cheating, money, running the bloody policy So want you to get your shit together And sort out this mess Or you'll always be known as Australia's next test
2: Help us keep our sanity Remember our humanity